All right, welcome to another Crossroads podcast with Kaz Hustle. What's going on, man? Appreciate you having me, man. Yeah, thank you for doing this. Thanks for having me on the uh, Real Ones podcast a while back. That I love your guys' show, man. I need to check them all out. I haven't checked them all out. Yeah, we it's a work in progress, man. You know, we uh, trucking forward with it. You know, there's a lot there's, there's a lot that goes behind it that a lot of people don't understand. So I'm sure you understand. You know, but uh, but to yeah, to an man. extent. But you have uh, I'm just doing the Zoom calls. You guys are running through the restream program mm-hmm. and everything so you guys got a lot more of that figured out than i do yeah well you know i mean it took a minute we uh i mean we talked we had to talk to you know some people who were already doing it and you know get get some of those ideas and you know learn about the platforms and how to use them and do all the research and then we we did i want to say somewhere somewhere between like four and six shows before we actually took it live Mm -hmm. so we were just you know we were going doing like dry runs and you know it would post live on like facebook and twitter and stuff and then afterwards we'd look at them and figure out what we was doing right what we was doing wrong and then just erase them right so you know technically there's some other episodes out there you know floating uh, in the computer world. yeah they're out there in space man you know well, that's Just, dope. You guys have quite a bit you've done, though, actually. Man, uh, yeah, we uh, – it's kind of crazy how natural everything is formed. Um, so Melissa Rose, I've been knowing, man, I, you know, probably 10 to 12 years. Mm-hmm. And I met her a long time ago when I was out doing a bunch of shows and uh just met her at a venue and we were both doing a show there so you know we got to know each other and um you know just kind of stayed in contact over the years and uh you know that was pretty much that and then bud i actually met man i guess it's been about three years ago now maybe that i met bud and uh, i met him through a mutual friend and uh you know the the mutual friend was like hey you know you you do music and he does music and you know, whatever, whatever. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, it was actually at the time I was kind of in the middle of a music hiatus. <laughs> I wasn't mm-hmm. really doing music. Um, cause I had done it really, really strong from, from about 2000 all the way up to, Oh, I would say about 2015, Something like that. And doing like solo stuff. I see you, you had like a crew or something, a group. Yeah. Um, well, so I, I had, I had a lot of solo stuff and then, uh, I also had a group that was called the bastards. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The bastards, um, they were put together. That group was put together in, I want to say maybe, maybe 2012, 2011, 2012. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so essentially there was a production team that I worked with and uh, one of the producer's brothers was another member of the group. And then uh, there was a girl named Kaniqua uh, who uh, musically and her stage name was LA anime for like live action animation. Oh, and, nice. and then uh, there's, it started out, there was another guy named J Mac 
that was also part of the group. So LA Anime and J-Mac, they both worked at a restaurant with one of the producers and the producer's brother. They worked at a Hard Rock Cafe in Atlanta. Oh, dope. Yeah, nice. so so they all, you know, they all were real close and knew each other and I mainly knew just the producers. Mm-hmm. Um and then, you know, we formed a group and uh, you know, we put in a whole lot of hard work and we did a lot of shows. Um, you know, we came out uh, one of the videos that we came out with was a Transformers song, and that song, uh, I you know, that that video got a good amount, like over a million views, and nice. which you know, yeah, it was super yeah, bad. Breaking a million is always like a, it's a a milestone for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, that's the only that's the only video I've ever gotten that's broken a million. You know, I mean. It was a big deal. Um, there was a guy named Michael Escobar who shot the video and, you know, he was, you know, super dope at what he did. And I was, I was friends with him cause I had met him a couple of years back mm-hmm. and um, you know, he said that he wanted to do a pro like a, a video for free, you know, like he just wanted to do a video for us. And mm-hmm. so I was like, all right, well let's do this song and for this project. So that transformer song was uh it was on a project where every song on there was sampled from movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there was like an Exorcist song, there was a Transformer song, there was a there was a Friday song, uh there was uh man, there was so much other stuff on there and uh and we and we collaborated with a producer named Drugs. Mm-hmm. And Drugs <laughs> is a nice producer name. He's he is a very very well known producer. He's made beats for most of the big people that you've heard of in Georgia area. No, uh, all over the United States. Um, is he, he worked, out in Georgia or no? I don't know if he's if he's still in Georgia. He was for sure. Hmm. Uh, but if you if if you was to like Google him, you know, drugs the music producer. You know, I mean, he's worked with all the big names. You know, um, but nice. he was he co produced the project, and then we had. Uh, another group that did the project with us, which was called the five and the five mm-hmm. were, um, like the Dungeonese, you know, they, they were tied in with, you know, like some of the goody mob people and stuff like nice. that. And, uh, so, you know, that was just, I mean, that was just one of the projects we did. a we did a Michael Jackson project where everything was sampled from Michael Jackson. We did a, an nice. Adele, we did an Adele project. Everything was sampled from Adele. Um, and you must like also working with that type of stuff because I mean, is that what also got you into doing like the theme team eventually? Yeah, so the theme team now, all right, so the theme team was loosely based off of that, okay? Mm-hmm. Because my whole thing was that, all right, if you're not already famous or in the spotlight in some form or fashion, then you want to be able to do something on the marketing side to attach yourself to something bigger than you. And something that people will like. Right. And either share it or actually watch it. Yeah. So, so that's, you know, hence, um, you know, the transformers video Mm -hmm. and we, when we dropped that video, it was right when a new transformers movie came out. And, you know, we just like pushed shit out of it. And, right. you know, it caught on to a point to where like a lot of people listening to it, they thought it was like part of the soundtrack for the new movie. 
Nice. And, you know, we, we wasn't going to say it wasn't, but we couldn't say it was. Right, <laughs> you know yeah. It's like the unofficial, like, soundtrack, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, dubstep was getting really big at that time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think we uh, ended up doing, like, uh, some dubstep-type remixes. And there was a bunch of producers out there that did their own dubstep remixes to the songs that we had and stuff like that. So, oh, nice. So it was, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it was, it was awesome. Um, it was a good time. Uh, you know, it was funny is that things didn't end on the greatest note with that. Yeah. Group. That and tends to happen. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty normal thing. So, you know, it just, uh, so I, you know, I told myself like, yeah, I'm done with the groups, man. Like I, I can't do this no more. Um, yeah. You always know. gotta have something going on that you can rely on yourself. Yeah, because it's hard to depend on other people. And, and that's part of the reason that, you know, like I taught myself how to produce and I taught myself how to do video and editing. And, you know, it's just so I don't nice. have to depend on other people. Oh, know? yeah, for sure. And if you have like that type of mind or the passion or drive to like learn it, you know, it's pretty easy to learn things nowadays with just YouTube or Google. Or just experimenting, using programs yourself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, it just it takes time. If you if you want to do it bad enough, you'll learn how to do it. You know, uh, but so when uh, you, you know, were with them, you were not doing much of the producing of music. I wasn't producing it at all. Just rapping. Yeah, rapping nice. and writing. Uh, I wrote my stuff. I wrote a lot of a lot of stuff for the uh, female artists in the group mm. as, as well. Uh, so that was interesting, uh, and that was fun, you know, to be able to write something and then, and then have her like execute it, you know. Right. Uh, it was it was really cool. And the production team I worked with, I mean, they're, they're badass. I mean, you know, they are still very, very awesome, and uh, they're actually um, part of this. Uh, there's like a, a a national beat battle. Uh, type thing that goes on and i i can't remember the name of it uh but uh but anyways it's you know every like these cities have their teams that they put together around the united Mm. states and i think it's like national beat battle association or something like that but you know it for georgia they're actually on that team so you know they 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 were doing it online and they would have a you know, they would go against somebody down in Texas or they would go against somebody in Florida or, you know, whatever nice. else. So it's pretty cool. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm trying to get better at all of that myself with the networking and just establishing those connections in different regions and, mm-hmm. you know, how it is being independent and underground, not part of like any major industry mm-hmm. network just kind of have to build it yourself and i think what you guys got going on out there i like seeing you guys work as a team yeah that's what i was that's what was so funny about it because i said i'd never work with a a group again but this (laughs) is but this this is different though uh because the their work ethic matches mine Mm -hmm. and you know that's just always kind of been an issue with me is just the the whole work ethic and you know the amount of work or the percentage of work that you're putting into towards a goal you know mm-hmm. and 
I mean, the theme team remix, you know, the whole thing about it was both me and Bud produce, both me and Bud are artists. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we wanted to be able to create something to get our name out there and, you know, be, be able to show people like, hey, this is what we can do. Mm -hmm. And so we're able to connect with people um, in a certain way by taking the theme songs from movies and TV shows that people know and can relate to. And, you know, so it kind of builds uh, this niche uh, to a degree. And and then, you know, we started, you know, recording actual like, you know, real songs to some of the remixes. And, mm -hmm. you know, we've put out a few videos um, and you know, that's, that's done good. And, you know, they've, they've helped start creating a, uh, a base for us, like yeah. a foundation. Yeah, dude, for sure. And it's cool to see how, like you said, some of them will be like instrumental remixes and it's interesting to see which ones I would imagine kind of naturally take off, yeah. you know, among, in the algorithm. Where it's like, oh yeah, this one just fed into the algorithm, and then this one, you know, right. because it's just like you—you you seem to be a business savvy with the marketing and like your analytics, and you seem like the type that pays attention to what's working and what's not working. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, every day, I, it's just kind of part of a routine now. I'm, I mean. I, that's one of the things that I got into real tough when I had the group prior, mm -hmm. um, you know, some years back and I just, you know, cause at the end of the day, um, uh, we, we had opportunities to sit in front of labels, but those opportunities didn't come unless we already had a, most of the work already done. Right. You know, they want to see that you already got numbers and following and blah, 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 all that stuff. Um, you know, but, you know, one of the things, to be honest with you, that uh, frustrated me and, and kind of made me step back for some years was, you know, you spend years putting in time, putting in dedication, creating music, doing two or three shows a week, you know, getting all these thousands of followers and, and you know, millions of views. And then you turn around and you see somebody who's a nobody who's never done anything and these labels sign them like that. Yeah. And you know, and it's just like, what the fuck are we even doing this for? <laughs> I know. You know. And a lot of times they might, I don't know. I always wonder about that and what the situation is, what the scenario is, if it's as good as it appears or if there's a lot more control. It is. It's not as good as it appears. I mean, you know, those people who, those people who are nobodies who get signed and then they come out with a big single and stuff, they never last. Right. Yeah. It's just you like know. a fireball explosion. And then, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just, I guess that's the, the down part of that, but you know, I, you know, I mean, it still only takes one. I mean, you know, if you, you made it made a name for yourself even uh, for a little bit, you know, even for six months, you know, you should be able to kind of run off of that and opening up other opportunities and, and stuff like that. But now, you know, nowadays, man, I wouldn't I wouldn't touch a label, dude. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want nothing to do with it, you know. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of been the old like age old tale of like, yeah, dude, don't sell your soul to the labels. They're just gonna take you and like chew you up and spit you out. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's just they're damn near obsolete. Um, you know, just right. you can do everything yourself mm-hmm. nowadays. Yeah, I mean, you can get your music on all these platforms. I mean, the only thing right now that's still tough to do is really just get your music on the radio stations. Right, yeah. Um, you know. I, and again, it's always one of those things where you can always, and this is age old too, where it's like, you can always pay, pay all that, you know, where it's like, yo, you can, these companies will definitely take your money and then yeah. push you out there. But... Right. You know, again, comes that whole, um, I don't know, Where, when you put more thought into the marketing, like you say, like you seem to think like, how can we do something that's going to organically, you know, reach people as well? And that's that's my big thing, like with what we're doing now, um, whether it's with like the theme team, you know, or the Real Ones podcast um, that we started recently. I, I don't care to play into just the numbers game. Mm-hmm. You know, it needs to be genuine. I really want genuine people to find and listen and like and, you know, become a fan of it. You know, whether it's the music or the podcast or whatever, you know, I don't want to, I have no desire to pay someone to go, you know, yeah, hey, we'll get you ten thousand views. Your, and, yeah, you probably get. I get those all the time. And like Instagram, they're like, pay to get ten thousand followers. Or, oh my god, dude, and it's I'll constant. Like, and it'll be like some weird account that has like maybe a hundred. <laughs> yeah, like, it's not even. These are just they're annoying. Scams. Oh, for sure. And it yeah. sucks that the uh, social medias have even kind of come to that point. Cause yeah. It really kind of washes the market and it's a headache for sure. You know, um, I mean, right now, you know, we're still with the podcast stuff, you know, we're still learning, um, you know, because this is the first podcast that any of us have done. So, you know, as we're going, we're just learning more about what it takes. And I think with, with podcasts, like anything else, it's, you know, longevity, Uh um, you know, uh, most of the people who start podcasts statistically don't last very long at all. I mean, if you make it through a year, you're doing better than like 80% of people who start podcasts. I bet. And it's actually not easy to continuing even in the first, in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just because you're like, I don't know. It's just weird to get used to. How have you, how's it been for you so far? How long have you been doing the podcast? Um, we're on episode, uh, we just did episode 14. Um, and we do two a week. So Mm -hmm. seven, seven weeks, seven Um, weeks. So yeah, like just a couple months, huh? Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're just in a little baby state. I'm me too. I started basically at about the same time as you. mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, you guys do get some guests on your guys' show too. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, you know, we're always, you know, trying to reach out and and just try to schedule and and you know find guests that make sense for certain stuff. And 
Um, <clears throat> you know, hopefully as time goes, we'll just, we'll be able to meet more, uh, people that make sense to be on mm -hmm. the show. Um, you know, it, it's, you know, socially not like it used to be. I would, I think that, you know, a few years ago we could have just went to certain kinds of events and, and mm. went out and, and met people publicly, which is something that quite frankly, we're just not doing right now. Yeah. Um, me neither. I'm not like I used to be out and about doing shows all the time and not anymore. Not these days. And it's the world has been so different in the past two years and it's just changed the game sort of. Yeah. It's, you know, it's kind of, it just, it's just not the same. So, you know, we're trying to utilize the internet, you know, as much as we possibly can, but mm -hmm. it's just, you know, the, the most popular podcasts that exist, um, I like, I would, I would say maybe like 90% of them are, are people who were already famous before they started the podcast. Oh yeah, for sure. I bet. You know, and so, then they're going to have a listener base because they are already famous. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just. And then they uh, just know, get somebody famous to come on their podcast. Right. Because they got those connections and they got agents and yeah. and stuff like that, you know, where, you know, we don't have that. Um, but uh, again, I, I absolutely think it's a longevity thing. You got to show consistency, um, you know, and you just got to just keep it moving and, and, you know, uh, improve as much as you can and, and keep putting out content and keep putting out content. I mean, you know, this is, you know, when we started doing this, you know, I mean, this is like the theme team remix stuff. Mm -hmm. The conversations we were have having was already like, okay, well, you know, uh, the plan is to do this for like three years. Mm -hmm. And and then, you know, based off of the uh, the fan base that we're able to build off of it in the next three years, it should be significant enough that we can then start putting out projects that are original projects and mm -hmm. then we can actually, you know, sell our work. Um, and then right. we'll, we'll at the same time where we can use the uh, podcast as a platform to tell people, hey, look, we're. You know, we're producers, uh, so we can, if you need beats, we can make beats. If you need, if you want us to do ads or if you want us to uh, score a short film or if you want us to, you know, so we can put those services out there as well, right. you know, for people who might need them, you know. And, you know, usually if you're in some sort of business on your own, you got to have some sort of promotional material, you know, whether it's mm -hmm. video or, or it is music or whatever it is it, it kind of goes along with everything, you know, um, you know? Yeah. Well, I did. So the XX music production, mm -hmm. that was the email I hit you. So what's yeah. XX? Is that like a brand? Um, so XX, uh, <laughs> well, to be honest with you, it, it's, it's, it's kind of, uh, it kind of, it's kind of generic, but it's, it's just, uh, and, and there's a little bit of symbolism behind it as well. But uh, when I had started pr producing, I actually, the first couple of years, I didn't really tell any people, like, unless you were close to me, you know, I wasn't telling people that I was like, you know, working on this craft and trying to hone in on this skill. And, 
so once I got to a point where it's like, okay, well now people are hearing it and they're, and they're wanting to pay me for this. And so I was like, all right, well, I need to come up with a name and all this other stuff. And, you know, uh, it was just something that I thought of, uh, you know, there it, it's, it's not, you know, a whole, whole lot to it, but, um, you know, it's just a name that I came up with that wasn't being used and just Were ran with it. Produce music under yeah. that name. But, oh, okay, cool. But, but to be honest with you, uh, I mean, that, that whole thing has shifted gears now, uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> because, you know, theme team remix is essentially a production company, right? So now all of the product production that I'm doing, whether it's music production or video production is all under the theme team remix. If we, if there's a project that's coming in and we're making money off of it, then it's going towards our bottom line and what we're doing. Right. You know, and, I could see, you know, yeah. with theme team remix too. Cause I was thinking, uh, well, first of all, I had the thoughts where I was like, I don't know if you guys have done this at all yet, but you probably could with the like licensing since you guys are like remixing. I wonder Mm -hmm. if you guys would be able to get the licensing clearance, you know, where they'd be like, yeah, we get like 30% of the royalties, but you can go ahead and, you know, make money from it too. Yeah. I mean, that's possible. I, you know, even better. And we've talked about this a few times is, you know, creating the brand, large enough to where it's it if it gets known then maybe these people who were doing this movies and stuff like that then can reach out to us and we can instead of doing the remix we're doing the original yeah definitely you know stuff to it because i mean this is just your stepping stone to getting there yeah i mean that would be that would be amazing you know to be able to uh, you know, create the the trailer music for something. Well, I'm sure you could even. Well, I bet you guys could get down that lane, even if it wasn't at first the Hollywood industry mm-hmm. or something. I'm sure that there'd be other independent film people that would be interested as well that have projects that they need scored. Yeah, yeah, you just got to get in those circles, man. I mean. You know, uh, the good thing is that we are in Atlanta and a lot of film industry has moved to Atlanta mm-hmm. and, and, you know, there's a lot of stuff being shot in Georgia. So, uh, you know, as the world slowly opens back up, uh, I think that, uh, we'll for sure make it a point to get out to some of these events, uh, some of these film industry events, I mean, and, you know, these independent film events and stuff like that, because I mean, you know, the more we can get under our belt you know, and show our work, you know, whether it's, you know, creating a trailer for something or, um, you know, actually scoring like a short film or whatever the case may be, you know, I mean, we're not fucking Hans Zimmer, you know what I'm saying? We're not, right. we don't, we don't have giant orchestras sitting around waiting for us to create something, you know, but you know, yeah, you it's do have just like a little orchestra at your fingertips though. Like, yeah, we're producing yeah. and yeah, you know, we so much is accessible nowadays with computers. It's insane. Yeah, we 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 make we make it happen, man. I mean, you know, it's I mean, a lot of people, uh, you know, got these big, huge, fancy studios and, uh, you know, it's that's cool and everything. But I mean, you know, it's it's just it's not it's knowing how to use what you got. And, you know, we we're constantly, constantly working on every part of what we do, like 
you know, from creating the music and learning the programs, you know, both of us use logic and, uh, you know, the video editing, I use final cut and, you know, so it's just, it's constantly learning all these different components. And then at the same time, it's like, all right, well, you know, we're dropping a new remix every two weeks. We're doing two podcast shows a week. You know, we're actually in the midst of working on, uh, you know, a project with original music. Uh, you know, we just nice. shot a, yeah, we just shot a music video last weekend and that's what I was working on before I got on here with you was, uh, working on editing a, a new music video. Um, so nice, by the way, oh, I'm looking forward to that. I just, uh, well, I just went through all your videos again, but dude, you guys make some rad videos. That saw yeah. one. Yeah. That one was like a movie. You guys make like little movies yourselves, you know? Yeah, yeah, that song one was, uh, that was a good one, man. Uh, that one was fun to you shoot. You had a flamethrower? Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, I uh, at first, I, w I stayed through to the bloopers at the end oh, yeah. and a little behind uh -huh. the scenes. Right. And because I was wondering, I was like, they got a real flamethrower out there? <laughs> yeah, yeah there's, we got a friend who, uh, <laughs> you know, he just, he buys things off Impulse and, you know, we, he bought this flamethrower and probably like, you know, a week before we shot that music video. And he was like, Hey man, uh, why don't you bring your flamethrower out? And, <laughs> you know, and he helped us out anyways. Cause we had to, you know, we had to have somebody shoot the scenes that all three of us were in. And, and then, you know, we had another friend of ours playing the victim, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. in, in it. And, uh, you know, so it was just, that's another thing that, you know, we're again, we're constantly working on is being able to just write out, these storylines and these uh and and just you know how we want to shoot these videos and you know every time we shoot a video it, you know we run into something that we didn't think about you know oh well, we, right you know we didn't have enough b-roll okay well let's make we sure we shoot a whole bunch of b-roll for the next one uh you know or you know just you know having all these different scenes because you know, as the editor, I, I'm like, man, look, the more material I got, the better. Because mm -hmm. yeah. I can, there's so much I can play with and stuff like that. And the more so, you, like, change the shots for the viewer, yeah. the more they're going to, like, stay tuned or not lose yeah. interest. Absolutely. So, you know, it's a, and it's, you know, it's a tedious process. And, you know, I mean, I want, I want the stuff to look good. So <clears throat> I think, uh, I think we'll probably end up dropping the first single, if I had to guess, I would say maybe around February. Okay. Um, we have a song called uh, World War Three. Oh, okay. And yeah. You guys been talking about this for a while, I think. Yeah, yeah. We've been kind of piecing it together. So. Yeah, World War Three nowadays. Jeez, the world is so crazy. I mean, you know, hey, it it makes sense. I, I you yeah. Know. The relevancy of, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, so we can. We can put together put together a cool visual for it, and you know, um, and you know, market it properly and get it out there, and you know, put yeah, out the little guys, ads and stuff. Nice, yeah. You guys probably just be working out of home studios, mm -hmm. mainly right now. You think? I don't know if you ever even have the goal of one day being in a a more like publicly accessible place with studios and a podcast studio or film studio. Yeah. I mean, you think that's whatever. I think it's possible. Um, right now it's just 
finances? One of, well, now probably one of the only things that's stopping us is uh, the distance that we live from each other. Oh, right. Uh, and that's what makes it good with the with your podcast. You can work virtually. Right. Productions you know, work virtually. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, being able to send files and stuff is is definitely a plus. But you know, they both of them live probably a little over an hour away from me, and mm-hmm. so it's just you know for us to we you know we both have to find a place you know neutral that we could both drive to, and then we'd have to drive there two times a week, and you know it's kind of just it's more of a hassle. You know, yeah, and we that. and we have lives, you know, outside of, you know, that, too. So it's like, you know, we're, we're maintaining all this entertainment side of stuff. But, you know, I, I still got a wife at home. You know, I still got bills and a job and, you know, all the other stuff, you know, that comes with it. So, yeah, for sure. You know, well, you so. guys are doing good with balancing it all out, especially since you are scheduling. You know, time management is a <laughs> skill. <Man. laughs> Tell me about it, man. I that's that's one of my uh, that was, that's always been one of my pet peeves, man. Is time management. Uh, people who don't do that well just drive me up the fucking wall, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least you know it sounds like you're setting goals and that you have like a a plan for you know, like you said something like, oh yeah, we'll see like three years or something. So. Yeah. I mean, I'd imagine you'll probably keep producing music and video freelance through your life anyways, huh? Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't see it stopping, you know, unless I just physically can't do it for some reason. I mean, you must enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's always, it's really always been there. Um, you know, I, I'm from Kansas city and, uh, Mm -hmm. And I started, uh, you know, pretty much kind of right out of high school. I might have still been in maybe my senior year in high school or something is when I you know, started getting into the rapping and stuff like that. And, you know, there was people I hung out with that did it. And, uh, you know, it just uh, kind of just went from there and and just, you know, it was something that I just, you know, I did a lot and, and, and learned how to do this and that and was going to these, you know, different studios and working with these different people up there. But it's it's a very different atmosphere up there when it comes to rap music than it is down here. Um, mm. I mean, like a world of different um, up there. It was uh, it, it was it was kind of dangerous. There's really no other way to put it. Um, you know, there I went this... to uh, I was at one place out there like something like the Viper Room or the Riot Room or something like that in mm-hmm. Kansas City, I think. Yeah. And that was the only place I'd ever been to on tour that it was like, okay, there's a gun here. We got to get out of here. <laughs> Jesus. So I was like, damn, dude. Yeah, it's, man, it's, it's you know. It's dangerous out here. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's rough, man. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of bullshit, dude. Uh, there's no other way to put it. There's a lot of people that genuinely for whatever reason they don't want to uh you know they don't want to other see see other people you know succeed right and and or outshine them in some form or fashion and um you know the the biggest rappers in kansas city uh with exception to like tech nine 
Right. Um, you know, but all of the other rappers in Kansas City, they're all tied directly into, you know, the drug game. You know, right. uh, they're tied into the streets, whether it's drugs or guns or whatever it is. So, you know, when I as as I started rapping more and more and just kind of being around places, you know, that ended up getting me tied into that shit. And right. it's so, probably a pretty uh, messy world. Yeah, it is. Um, it's, you know, it's, you know, a lot of people got their history and, you know, got their past and stuff. And, you know, I, I was very young, got tied up in a lot of stuff that, you know, I really shouldn't have. And, uh, being around a lot of people that I definitely shouldn't have, you know, looking back at it. But, uh, like I said, it's yeah, just, a, I've done the same. And yeah. then, uh, well, after yeah i don't know you settle down and like find a a mate and like have kids you got kids you have a son um i have a 20 year old son and uh actually he has a son on the way so oh nice yeah so i'll be a grandfather uh sometime either the end of april the beginning of may i have caught that through the uh podcast yeah but i didn't know the details yeah yeah so i mean you know it's uh it's something i'm not even 40 man so it's it's you know it's kind of crazy but i'm okay with it he waited longer than i did you know i had my son when i was 18 Mm. so yeah i bet that's geez when i was 18 i was just so out of control (laughs) yeah i was i was still out of control i mean you know you think having a kid will slow your ass down and uh, you know, uh, it just, I don't know, man, it was, uh, it was a lot, it was a lot, uh, you know, it, it changed the trajectory of my life for sure. Yeah. And, well, that's good uh, that you, uh, you did the deed, you know? Yeah. You know, Raising I mean, kiddo. yeah, you know, it was, it's, it's been tough. Uh, you know, I just, I moved when I moved down to Atlanta. Uh, there was a lot going on. Uh, there was some. I really had to 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 get out of there. Um, you mm-hmm. know, there was just. You know, there's just. Oh, a you're lot from of, there. Yeah, yeah. from Can- when Kansas. When I think City, about my yeah. hometown and stuff, I'm like, dude, I had to get out because I was just like, if I would have stuck around. Yeah. No good was going to come out of it. You know? What's your hometown? Where are you from? Great Falls, Montana. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I just live outside of Helena, Montana, the capital. Okay. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just partying and riffraff. You get caught up with people, and then mm-hmm. it's just hard to get out of it when you're when you're there. Yeah, it is, man. I, I mean, you know, it's it's weird that you know I go I go visit home. You know, I try to at least once or twice a year. And, most of the people that I knew are still the exact same. I mean, nothing's changed. They're still doing the same shit with the same people, you know, and there's just, I don't know, there's just no kind of no growth. Um, and, and, you know, not a whole lot of, uh, I don't know, worldliness about them. They're just mm-hmm. kind of, you know, that's where they're at. That's where they're going to stay. That's all they know. And they're okay with that. And I'm okay with that. I mean, you know, hey, it's, it, you know, live your life and do what you do but you know i couldn't 
you know, I couldn't do it. You know, I, uh, there was a lot of tough things about leaving for sure. Uh, and I went through a lot of hard times down here too, you know, Oh, I bet. Uh, but I mean, moving's not easy. And then starting over. Well, man, what was crazy was, you know, I moved down here and, uh, it, a year had, it'd been maybe six months and, um, uh, I moved down here, I got an apartment and, uh, you know, I got furniture, you know, I had a vehicle, I started going to school, uh, you nice. know, cause I was like, you know, I'm gonna get my shit together and yeah, for sure. man, look, <laughs> it, man, it was probably about six months later, I ended up getting pulled over and I had a gun in the car and, uh, and then I ended up catching a concealed weapon charge and I went to county jail for like four months mm-hmm. and I lost everything. I lost you my, just got established. Yeah. I lost my vehicle. I lost my apartment. I lost my schooling. I lost everything. So, mm. you know, I had, when I got out, I literally ended up staying with a guy that I had met in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I had to, you know, basically hustle my way back all the way back up from, you know, I didn't have shit. I, I mean, I didn't right. have nothing when I, when I finally got my first job down here, I remember my commute, uh, one way was like three hours. Dang. Because I had to, I had to wait for a bus and then I had to get on one bus that took me to another station to get on another bus to go to another station. And then that took mm-hmm. me, that was, that was a train station. And that took me to another train station where I had to go get on another train to go back up North. And then I had to walk like half a mile to my job. And that was, I had to do that, you know, four oh. or five times a week. Man, yeah. that's dedication. Dude, I mean, I didn't have a choice, you know. I mean, it's yeah, I didn't have that. a choice. You know, I lived in a it was a it was a rough little neighborhood, man. I mean, it was it was a very heavy uh Hispanic population. And I mean, you know, there was just it was I'm a sure lot they of gangs. Had gangs in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In the big cities, there's always a gang. I'm probably not even just in the big cities. Anywhere you go, there's always <clears throat> I've been to some small towns. Like, yo, this is my territory, dude. I've been to some small towns that are off the chain, dude. Yeah, like, for sure. Like the middle of Kansas, and it'd be like, yo, the uh, the cops and everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's just small towns run on their own kind of. They're well, like nothing to do, man. You know, yeah. it's everybody I mean, kind of knows what's going on. Yeah, and when there's nothing to do, uh, you just it's easier to get in trouble. You know, so. People are yeah, just fighting sure. or doing drugs Getting or lit. Yep. making babies pretty much. For sure. <laughs> yeah. So what? what's the Kaz? Kaz Hustle. Where did you get the name for that? Kaz, man. Uh, so when I first started rapping uh, and, you know, just rapping with people, basically freestyle and bullshit and, mm-hmm. um, you know, the in the crowds that I was around uh, – Really, I was just the only white dude around. You know, there's no other way to put it. And right. so, you know, the first nickname was like Casper. Oh, right. Okay. And so, you know, when I started like getting more into it, I was like, oh, you know, I need like a name or whatever. And and so I just shortened it and played with the letters and just Kaz is Kaz, you know. And, um, and then for years, uh, you know, my first name is Brandon. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of, so for years and years, everybody just called me Casby, Casby, Casby. I mean, there's probably, you know, hundreds of people back home who, who have no clue what my real name is. Right. You know, because I didn't, you know, I went for years and years and years, not telling people my real name. Um, you know, just, I guess it was, I saw it as like, well, a, and I think of you as Kaz. Yeah. Just yeah. because that's like, yeah, how I first, my first introduction to you was Kaz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And I mean, you know, that's, that's how a lot of people out there are, you know, I mean, I just, I just saw it as a wall of defense. I didn't want people to get that close. Oh, for sure. Uh, you know, so especially, you know, all the dumb shit I was doing, I just, I I feel like it probably helped me out, you know. Um, oh, definitely. But it's always good to have a some sort of alias or moniker, even like an alter ego, where it's like, "Yo, look." <laughs> right. You know, when, when I'm just chilling at home, you know, yeah. watching TV, I'll be Brandon. But out here <laughs> on stage, you know. Yeah, I mean, I you know, it's just, it just you know, so it just stuck and. You know, when I had the former group, uh, you know, we played with the the name and the different ideas and stuff like that. And, you know, because, you know, everybody in the group had like this larger than life stage name. You know, it was like L.A. Anime and you had uh, you had like X-Man, the professor and you had uh, you had like J. Mac, the juggernaut. And you had like, you know what I'm saying? So it just, you know, so it was just and I was just cast. (laughs) <laughs> you know like i mean that's always what it was so you know we just we played with a bunch of stuff and you know Kaz, you know hustle just kind of uh, i guess stuck you know and and that's what it was and and then uh you know i've i just i don't know that's just what i i guess stick with i mean i've i've thought about just keeping it Kaz, you know uh but it's it's just I don't know. That's just where it's landed, dude. You know, it's, that's what it is. And that's what a lot of people, at least in the entertainment industry, know me as anyways. And, right. um, you know, I, I, I think my real name's kind of boring. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll keep Kaz, you know. True that. So, I mean, what can people find you under then mainly, or what would you prefer them to search for to find you? Well, man, um, I guess initially, uh, right now, the most important thing is uh, finding us under the Theme Team Remix. Mm-hmm. Um, so on all the platforms, it would be Theme Team Remix, at Theme Team Remix. Uh, that's where we're going to do all, all the music's coming out of, all the production and stuff like that. Um, of course, the Real, One, Real Ones Podcast, at Real Ones Podcast, R-E-E-L, Real Ones Podcast. Um, right. I do have. Yeah, you I guys do, ha- do mainly just focus on like films. It's yeah, kind of the thing with the real ones podcast, huh? Yeah, we we wanted to kind of uh, make that bridge connection, mm-hmm. you know, because we're you know it's essentially under the same company, but you I know, like we, it. It's good. Yeah, we wanted to make sure that you know the people that was following us over here were also aware of this, and it kind of correlated. You know, uh, but I mean, I have a personal Twitter and Instagram. It's just at Kaz Hustle, K-A-Z Hustle. Um, you know, I get on there every once in a while. I, I'm usually posting theme team <laughs> stuff. True I mean, that, yeah. You know, uh, but uh, I've had a 
Facebook page, I guess, for a while now, and it's facebook.com slash official Kaz. Okay. That, that's what that is. Yeah, I'll and put all these links down in the description box. and. Yeah, that's cool. And, I mean, you know, music-wise, like I said, uh, <laughs> if you, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff that if you search for Kaz or you search for Kaz Hustle um, or if you search for – for one point in time, it was even Kaz B, the Hustle King. You know, there's a nice. lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff out there, uh, kind of under those names that just came out. Whether it was with a group or just this solo thing over here, over there. Um, but one of these days, to be honest with you, I would like to. I'll probably end up paying a company to go in and clear and get rid of all that old stuff. Oh um, yeah, true that. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm in the process of doing similar things where it's like, look, man, I gotta clear out all my. Yeah, my shit that's collected on the internet through the last decade or so. Yeah, for sure. Spent twenty years on the internet, and there's like, you know, I don't think I want that on there. Man, I mean, you know, there's all kinds of stuff. I mean, there's stuff out there. There's videos on YouTube of me like doing shows in different states and stuff, and just random stuff, you know. And right. I mean, you know, I I'd like I'd like to one day be able to kind of clean it all up and have all of my stuff that I want people to see in one place but you know right now everything that we're doing is just you know it's going to fall under you know the theme team man you know that's that's where it's at that's where the focus is going to be so that's where it's going to stay and that's um, good and so i mean if you want to look up some of the old group stuff uh you more than welcome we did some amazing music uh that would be under uh at well if you just search the bastards but it's spelled mm-hmm. a certain way so oh, yeah, it's like the e Yes, no, it's well, yeah, with an E, but it's T H underscore B A B A S T E R D S. Okay. So T, yeah, so T H underscore B A S T E R D S, and and you know, which if you look that up, uh, all kinds of stuff will pop up, man. I mean, you know, we we did a lot of stuff and had a lot of fun, so it's all good music to just check out if you just want to hear some music. But I mean, right now, hey man, just. Tune into the podcast. You know we we're you know just having fun. You know uh, it's it's we talk about movies, but you know we also joke around a lot and say a lot of wild stuff and just <laughs> yeah you know yeah you guys really... threw me some curveballs. I was like, what the <laughs> slick legging? I'll never forget that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, uh, dude. I mean, you know, there, dude, there's always you guys are shit. funny. I have to say, I'm like, man, it is an entertaining show. And well, I appreciate it, man. You I, know, will, we... I will tune in some more, and I'll try to turn some more people onto it because, you know, with this independent podcast world, I'm like, dude, I'm trying to tap into all the other independent people that are do this stuff, that are into it, that want to listen to it, right, and that want to chat. So, yo, thank you for chatting with me. Yeah, dude. Uh, ain't nothing to it, man. I appreciate it, and, uh, you know, I appreciate you coming on our show, and I mean, you know, you've helped with some of our visuals for Theme Team, and uh, yeah, I know dude. you. Ha- I know you helped Bud with a music video, and uh, you know, I mean, it's just. I-, I think that we'll probably continue to, you know, just keep helping each other out. I, I mean, there's no reason, you know, not to. Uh, you know, I, you you have well, certain sure. skill sets, and and we have certain stuff over here. So you know, any way we can help out, just you know, always reach out, and and uh, you know, we'll make it happen. I mean, that's what we do. So. 
Yeah, I definitely uh, have some collaboration ideas in mind, and it would be cool to one day possibly do something with you guys that's like even a theme team remix and one of my Crossroads things. I've been rebranding with Crossroads, but because mm-hmm. it would be cool to make a uh, like a theme team remix style, and even maybe I'll just play like some guitar or something. I don't know, and um, and I want to try to find that licensing stuff. You know, yeah. where it's like, yeah. I don't know, how do we like do this more legit? And I don't fucking. Man, you know, th- that's the thing. That's that's the that's kind of the sacrifice of what we do when it comes to a lot of the theme team stuff. Is that we we know that we're not going to make money off of this stuff that we're going to be doing for the next few years, okay. um, and we're okay with that. You know, we you know we've already accepted like, hey. You know, we're doing this so we can so we can attract people to us. You're building and, your brand and your business. Yeah, you know, we just want to show people what we're capable of. This is what we do and, and that we can entertain you and we love to do that. And, you know, and then that way once we decide to put out some original music and stuff or whatever, then, you know, it can it can have more of an effect. Uh, because the biggest mistake that all artists make is that they just put out music. And they don't put any thought behind the marketing, the promotions, mm, the yeah. you know the goals, the big picture. Like, there's all of these different working parts, and you know it's just so many. There's a lot of good artists out there that just are. They just man, look bluntly, they just waste their fucking time, man. You know, right. you 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 have to have a plan. And I've been that guy too, where it's like, look, I have to, dude. Where it's I have like, to. yo, I'm just making stuff, but I have to focus more on how am I going to market this to people what's going to get their attention or you know and you have to start thinking just it's kind of that work smart not hard philosophy again yeah uh, yeah it's a lot of work of parts dude I, I just I you know I'm I and I want to see you know artists do better and I just you know every time man I'm just like I see somebody you know, with, with nothing else and no other purpose, just put something out. And it's just like, man, this is original music. You could be making money off of this. You know, you could be building a fan base with this. There's so much that you could be doing because when you just throw music out there, you know, I mean, it's just, it's not going to do anything and it doesn't, and it really doesn't matter how good it is, you know, because it's, you know, this music, yeah, industry. you could have a shit song and get picked up by a label, and they'll be like, "Dude, we'll make this song a hit." Yeah, everybody yeah. will hate to hear it in their heads, but right. they get stuck in there. Or mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. And then, and then you'll have people who are amazing artists that just randomly throw music out there, and then wonder why they never made it. Yeah, and you know that uh, that marketing stuff. Well, yeah. you're doing great, bro. Props. They you are guys are getting better too. I've just been paying attention through the the little bit of time you guys have been doing it and I've seen the progression so I can only imagine after a year so we'll just try to uh, maybe we'll do this again sometime like I can like follow up with you on just things or when you guys got another project dropping mm-hmm yeah and then we'll just do a little promo yeah. I mean right now we're just uh you know, like I said, you know, the podcast twice a week, Mondays and Thursdays. And, uh, you know, every other week we're dropping new remixes. And 
uh, in the background right now, we're working on uh, all original material uh, and songs and stuff. So, you know, when that time rolls back around, you know, we'll reconvene and, you know, man, I'd, I'd love to come back on and, and, you know, we'll have you back on the show sometime to, you know, just to hang out with us and talk about some crazy shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's fun. Well, yeah, yeah, dude, I look forward to it. I'll stay connected and I'll try to uh, work some projects out between us all in the next, you know, coming man, months. Man, look, what, before we jump off of here, man, uh, I think that, you know, something that would be really awesome to do that we could collab on is I know that you're able to do like animation. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, it, we could potentially work if we could work on, you know, putting together some sort of, uh, you know, animated show of some sorts, uh, man, I mean, I, that would be awesome to me. You know, I mean, we could, we could co we could collaborate on the music and we could collaborate on, you know, writing out the storylines and you know shoot man i mean we could you know we could even have a theme team it could be called the theme team you know because it's like you know i mean it sounds like a team of superheroes or some shit you know right yeah i mean you know there's i mean there's there's so many ways to attack it but you know i know that bud really wants to get into writing short skits and stuff like that and i think that would go hand in hand with if the effort was put into maybe creating episodes yeah um, for sure you know, and I don't know, I don't know everything, of course, that goes into the animation process. Um, but, you know, if there's some way that we can make something happen, dude, I, you know, I would love to add that to, you know, our, our repertoire, you know, what, what we're yeah, doing. For sure. um, and then, you know, we collaborate on it and, you know, shoot, just, just make it as dope as possible. And, and, you know, that might be something that, that we could get on, uh, some sort of, you know, independent channels or, uh, you know, reaching out to some of these streaming, uh, you know, these streaming platforms that are out there to be able to put some sort of, you know, cartoon or something together. I mean, yeah, you know, that dude, would, that would be badass, dude. Yeah. I definitely want to get more into the cartoons. I've just been doing it in the past like year or two. Mm -hmm. And, um, but then one thing I am working on is, Hopefully in the next year or so I can get a little bit more of an establishment going on where I can get some more a team of people yeah, to help with the animating and the designing you right. know, where it's like uh, just because of time and yeah. the, the length of time it takes to do things. But I'm definitely game for it, bro. I think if we just communicate and work on it, we can make yeah. it happen. I mean, I just, you know, when you get a chance, just hit me up because I'd, I'd like to know, I'd like to know the process. So that way we can help put that team together. Um, yeah. Because... And we can always chat sometime, not recording it. We could still do a virtual chat and, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, we just won't do it for a podcast and we can talk about projects and whatnot. Yeah, man. All day. Well, sweet. Yeah, I'd, I'd say um, definitely around the new year, we should talk about that some more. Okay, yeah, you know, that like sounds brainstorm good. Brainstorm yeah. through the next few weeks, and then once this new year comes up, we'll just be like, yo, this is, this is an idea. Yeah, yeah, man, get through the holidays. And speaking of which, man, you know, have a good Christmas. Yeah, Have a you good too. New Year's. Uh, you know, happy holidays. You got to say Ditto, now. Happy holidays, yeah. It's always so <laughs> weird as the world changes, but... 
Yeah, man. You know, but I'm pretty old but, school in my ways, so. Like, hey, man, it's all good, man. I try but, to I try to be uh, hip with it nowadays and like tap into the technology and be savvy. Right. You know, but. <laughs> it's a well, lot, dude. I think it was a dope conversation, man. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on, man. And uh, you know, anytime I'll come hang out with you, bro. Yeah, we'll set another one up for the future, and I'm looking forward to uh, collaborating with you. Okay, awesome. Sounds good, man. All right, have a good night. All right, thank you. You as well. Later.